What is up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Episode number two, Miss Lacey Nelson is in studio. Lacey's a singer-songwriter who was originally from Tensleep. She's now living in the Black Hills in Spearfish. Really, really talented songwriter. Beautiful voice. Great guitar player. It was such a treat to have her. Uh, just one of those souls that you can talk to and know that they're just a sweet soul very creative we hope you enjoy this episode she's got a couple songs she's gonna play uh, the first song before the interview is goalie washer and that is on her first album live at the roman which actually is for sale now it's available on her website lacynelsonmusic.com you can go there and uh check that out and then she's having an album release party may 25th 10 sleep brewing company in 10 sleep just a great artist to have on our second episode so thank you Lacey for that as always we have Sean Wallace playing our intro song if you guys dig that song give Sean Wallace a shout out and let's get right into it here's episode two Lacey Nelson Here you come again 
Tracy, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. You know, here. Thanks really for excited. doing it on such short notice, uh, and we're just getting started. So to have you on so early, we appreciate it. I feel honored. Okay, good, <laughs> yeah. good. I just got to say before we go any further that if you haven't seen Lacey and you haven't listened to her music, even without listening to her music, her smile just brightens the room. It's worth the price of admission just to see her smile. So, ah, you're so yeah, sweet. such thanks. a beautiful smile. <laughs> Thank but uh, on top of that, you write amazing songs, which we I've seen multiple times. Um, Thank you. Yeah, first time I saw you was at the singer-songwriter competition in Laramie, which okay. I think you placed in like third or something. Yeah, there, I right? think third, yeah, in yeah. the top three. Yeah. you talk about that experience a little bit? What did you think of that? Yeah, so it was interesting. I don't know. I've only been writing songs for like, well... I've been writing songs since I was little. Yeah, okay. But, like, that's the kind of stuff you just, like, keep underneath your bed and don't really show anybody. So, yeah, I've been writing songs, like, seriously for, like, the last year, right? So so the, I saw the songwriter competition. I'm like, cool. I've got, like, three or four songs. Maybe I should, maybe I should try it. Maybe I should try it. And it was interesting. So, like, the songwriters judged each other. Yeah, which was interesting, yeah. Right? It's weird because, yeah. I mean, then... I don't know. Everybody's pretty picky about the kind of music that they like. (laughs) Yeah. So it was. They are. They are. Because uh, I was teasing you earlier about country music. I don't necessarily listen to a bunch of country music, but I can appreciate a good country song. Sure. Right. It's all about the writing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what they were trying to trying to go on. Like a a writer can recognize another. writer. Sure. Absolutely. You know, because they understand the process and Uh they understand whatever. So that was interesting. It was really cool. Mostly I was excited about it because I. there's so many amazing musicians in Wyoming, but nobody knows each other. You yeah. know, everybody's so far away from each other that, like, they don't ever meet. Or, like, I'm playing a show on the weekend, so I can't go watch somebody exactly. else's show. You yeah. know, so it's like we never get to meet each other. Yeah. So this was, like, a really cool opportunity. Yeah, that weekend in Laramie musicians. was great. I mean, there was just tons of talent there. Where did oh, you go man. through the quarterfinals? Was it in Lander? Uh, No, in Sheridan. You went to Sheridan. Okay. I went to Sheridan, yeah. yeah. okay. And you're from Tensleep, right? Originally. I'm from Tensleep originally. Yeah. yeah, I grew up on my family's ranch. Yeah, ranch girl. Okay. Yes, ranch girl. <laughs> yeah. So you so you know you know a, a hard day's work before I, you were ten. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, and we were oh man, we were branding all day yesterday, <laughs> and then right when we got done branding, got a quick shower, had to drive down to Chugwater because my boyfriend had a show down there, uh-huh. and then uh, yeah. It's like the work never ends. Tensleep to Chugwater to Casper today, right? Yeah, uh, Spearfish. To, to ten sleep, uh, or were yeah, you? I, just, yeah, <laughs> all over. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the, that's another difficult thing about Wyoming is we're we have five hundred thousand people, but they're all spread out. So we have one big city right. spread out in the eighth largest state in the United States, and so you may I may never hear the guy who plays in Rock Springs because right. it's six hours from here. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and that's something. I'm <laughs> So when I was living in Ten Sleep, I just moved to Spearfish like in February. Okay. So I was living in Ten Sleep and I was booking all these gigs for the summer in Wyoming, thinking like, yeah, I'll be in Ten Sleep. So yeah. I, like, I'm in the middle of the state. Yeah, I can go anywhere I want. Get... Now I live in Spearfish. It's like, okay, great. I get to drive <laughs> eight hours so to get to my show. Where's your furthest gig you booked from Spearfish? Um, well, I've got a couple in Red Lodge. Okay. And so, so that's like a yeah. six hour drive. Yeah. I guess that's in Montana, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. In Wyoming that I'm just like, oh man, why did I do this to myself? It's worth it though. Those Black Hills are gorgeous. I love love the Black Hills area. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I've always like growing up, I always dreamt of living living in Spearfish. I've always wanted to live in Spearfish and then somehow life just like directed me 
to where and now there you were. Yeah. Fish. yeah. See, I went to school in Sioux Falls, which I don't know if you've been okay, to East yeah. River, South Dakota, oh, yeah. but it's a totally different. It piece. is. You cross that river, and it's yeah. like a different world. It, and, they, and there's even like a little bit of uh, animosity between the two, like <laughs> East sure. River, West River. It's kind of for sure. It yeah. Crazy, My but... dad grew up in Faith, South Dakota, oh, okay. which is which is West uh-huh. River, and yeah. so he yeah. He's always talked crap. He, so he knows it. Yeah, he knows. He does. It. He does. Yeah. And yeah. you went to school in Sheridan, right? For, went to for... school in Sheridan for rangeland management and agriculture education. <laughs> okay. So I'm not really using either of those. <laughs> well, but me I either. I went to college and I'm not using. I have two degrees and don't use them, so okay. don't feel too bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> that definitely makes me feel better. Yeah. 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 So this. Let's go back to that singer songwriter competition. Oh, yeah. Um, where, what basically what it was for people that don't know, they had a quarterfinals in a few different cities in the state and then everybody got together in laramie and they uh like you said the musicians judged the uh competition and so you're basically being judged by your peers and you work your way through i i made it through the casper round and then i got to laramie and realized i was way out of my league but uh I, i loved it it was great seeing all this so much talent in Laramie at one time, and I don't know of any other states that could have a statewide competition like that, just because it's so big. So big, right? Yeah, yeah it was so interesting to have. Yeah, to have so much talent in one spot. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, man, I remember watching a video from the, the the green room at the finals where everybody oh, was yeah. kind of jammed. That was such a cool yeah. video. I love that. So, yes, yeah. yes, it was cool. It's yeah, just I don't know the the group of people that you get to be around as musicians. You know, the like minded kind of we're all a little crazy. Yeah. We're all a little weird, and but it's all, a and big heart. It stretches beyond genres too. So, oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, if you're if you're a musician or if you enjoy good music, you know it's yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't matter what genre it's it is. It's kind of it's a just, universal thing. Good music is good music. Yeah. So yeah. how did you get started in music? Were you um, always musical? Yeah. So I, my mom always had a piano in the house. Okay. Um, always had a piano. That was big for her. That was a big important thing. So your mom played piano. She tried. She tried. Okay. She tried. But she, she tried. loved having a piano. She in the loved house. having a piano in the house. Yeah. That was important to her. And so yeah, ever since I was able to reach it, you know, I was I was tinkering around, mm-hmm. I was playing around on it, and so my mom got me into piano lessons. I was a kindergarten, probably five or six okay. years old, and and uh, oh my gosh, my piano teacher was so awesome. She was the best because. Like she recognized pretty early on that I was not gonna read the music. Uh-huh. Like that was not my thing. That wasn't your thing. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't my thing. So she really encouraged me to start creating my own songs. You know, creating my own stuff using my creativity. Uh-huh. And so she would send me home and say, "Hey, next week I want you to come back with a song made of just high keys and low keys. Nothing in the middle. Just high and low. And come back next week and and you show me your song." She did cool stuff like that all the yeah. time. That just really. Uh, opened up worlds for me, yeah. you know, just to be creative and not have to stick to just reading music. You sure. know? I learned how to read music because you have to, you, sure, <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to, but, but yeah, she was great. And so piano lessons for a while. And then I got in middle school, kind of stopped taking piano lessons, high school. I was just, I didn't play sports, even though like in a small town, Everybody has to play sports, <laughs> but like I tried and they're yeah. like, no, you're okay. You can go find other things to do. So <laughs> yeah. So I just came home, played piano every day, started writing my own songs. I was writing like real religious songs okay. for a while. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but so I was doing that. And then I got uh, through high school into college and I couldn't bring my piano with me. Yeah. You know, so I had I was like, what am I gonna do? I mm-hmm. gotta have some way to like 
express I, express myself sure. you know like that's yeah. such a cliche term but yeah. like i gotta have i gotta have the, the outlet. outlet yeah exactly yeah so my brother was playing guitar okay older brother younger brother the younger brother okay. younger brother he's awesome yeah and so i i picked it up one day and i was like you know this is kind of cool i might i might want to learn this and so i started playing it and, it, and at that time he was kind of into banjo okay and so then he was really rolling in banjo uh -huh. and he is loving it and so i was like all right dude I'm going to steal your guitar and take it to college with me. And that's going to be my musical form. A little more expression. portable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So played guitar in college, taught myself, um, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I kind of wish I would have had somebody to like teach me the. Nice thing about like... learning piano, it transfers mm -hmm. well to learning other instruments. I, I tried to pick up, I played guitar when I first started, and I tried to okay. pick up the piano here and there. And the more I played piano, the better I understood guitar. And I'm mostly a bass yeah. player, but okay. understanding that aspect of it, I, I, yeah. I feel like it helped me. And so, like, when my kids Absolutely. get old enough, we're definitely doing piano lessons. Oh, there. man. I think that's so important to get kids started in some sort of musical oh, instrument. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter what. Like, she's doing the My it. daughter's doing the violin right now, oh, and I don't good. think she's super sold on it because she says daddy it's it's too hard to sing and play the violin it's like well it can be done honey but you're right it is right. a little more difficult it's a little so, tougher yeah yeah, yeah but, for sure so so you you learned guitar like learned in guitar. your 20s then yeah and yeah so, i've only been playing guitar for like what like three years oh wow three, so four. yeah uh, and that here here's the thing too it's not how long you've played it's how many hours you put in that's totally yeah, yeah totally the thing yeah totally the thing yeah um yeah, and so writing songs, as far as that goes, like, I I always just wrote poems. Yeah. Growing up, I was really into poetry. Mm -hmm. It was so, um, it was so satisfying to me to, like, put words together, make, make words sound pretty together. Sure. You know, it was so interesting to me to get, to get a, an idea put together, but make it sound pretty uh -huh. at the same time, right. you know? So yeah. I was, I was writing a lot of poetry about, like snowflakes and yeah. horses and, you know yeah <laughs> little girl things well little the things that were in your life at the time exactly yeah. exactly yeah so that i mean it's always carried through my life it's uh -huh. just like it's just uh i don't know and i have a i have a grandma who she writes a lot of <clears throat> like daily devotional uh -huh. kind of poetry and okay. so she has like eight or nine books that she's written of just poetry and she'll wake up in the middle of the night two o'clock in the morning and have this poem in her head that she has to write down and um I think I got some of that from her because it's not necessarily like two o'clock in the morning that I wake up, but I'll be just like driving down the road or, or, and I'm sure you, you know that too, you oh, know, yeah. songs, songs just like come they, to you. They just you can't the find ether. them. Yeah. They just have to like find yep. you and, and yep. find their way to you. And, and I found that it's interesting. I found some sort of quote, um, or it was, it was a part of a book or something that said, um, if something along the lines of like if an idea comes into your head for a song or a poem or artwork or something if you don't give it that attention and like and uh use it and and create something with it it'll go away and go to somebody else absolutely and that's i yeah i believe that like 100%. you'll hear a song later uh -huh. and you're like oh my gosh i wanted to write that yeah, song yeah. like i should have i should have written that song but somebody else did yeah. and know? it's so easy anymore to get ideas down i'll be driving and I'll have my phone with me and a melody will pop in my head or a lyric or something. And okay. I'll just pull out my phone and hit the record button and yeah. record it. And right. And that's, yeah, it's so easy. You could do that, that 20 years ago. You know, I'm, I'm a little older than you. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was like, 
it was it's a lot easier to write music or, or grasp those ideas i guess now yeah so. sure there's For no sure. excuses i guess is what i'm saying exactly. hey, everybody has a yeah. smartphone oh man and how many times have i thought of like oh my gosh that would be a great song idea and then like i don't write it down yeah and then it's gone and i totally yeah. forget do you remember the first song you wrote um the first song i wrote um We're like when i started doing it like melody. Yeah. seriously oh oh okay um yeah, it was a super... De- oh, see, this is a weird thing. It was a super depressing song. Hmm. It was talking about, like, deep heartbreak and, like, missing somebody so bad. And I never experienced that. Uh-huh. You know, I never experienced, like, truly being in love and getting my heart broken. This was, like, I don't know, probably my freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. So I didn't, I didn't understand any of that. But this song, it was just, like... I don't know. I did not understand it. I didn't understand the feelings. But, like, yeah. I... I Played it on piano. I didn't do it with guitar. Uh-huh. I did a piano and, and uh, I don't know. It was so depressing. <laughs> and I played it at school. That's the first song that I played in front of people. Like a talent competition or something? Well, it was just in music class. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, hey, guys. I wrote this song. I did a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me play it for you. Yeah. And what, it, what was the response you got? People loved it. Oh, yeah. People loved it. And I was, like, so blown away that, like, another human being would, like, would see the value what in I'm something doing. you created. Yeah. Right, yeah, because yeah. I was just like, ah, oh, this is just a thing that I did. Like, I don't know sure. what it means. I don't know what it is, yeah. but, like, here you go. See what happens. And Yeah, they made me play it, like, three or four times. Oh, really? Do you yeah. still play that song? No, I no. forgot it. I have no oh, idea no. what it is. Isn't yeah. that sad? I know. Like, I know I have the words somewhere, but I don't remember yeah. how it goes. I, I, I've heard a quote. Somebody said that every songwriter's written a a top 10 hit and once in their life, mm. but about 90% of them forget it. <laughs> and that's so remember. true. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. That's so and it's funny to, to see what other people value. Cause I've written stuff <clears throat> and I'll bring it to bands. I'm not the greatest vocalist, but I've played in bands where I'll bring songs to the okay. table and I'll think I wrote this great song and I'll bring it to them. They're like, that's just, this just, just isn't connecting. And then there'll be other songs. I'm like, I threw this song together in five minutes. They're like, oh, we got to do this. We got to we gotta right? start rehearsing this. And so it's weird. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing. Like, what connects with people and what doesn't. Yeah, so. absolutely. But every song to you is kind of special, I think. Well, yeah. And it kind of, yeah. I feel like each one of my songs kind of represents a different chapter in my life. Or like yeah, it's a, a different, part of a di- Yeah, it's totally a part of me. Yeah. I feel like it's just like tearing off a little tiny piece of my heart. Yeah. and. And putting it with some music sure. notes, and yeah. you know, it's all the cliches that people I think make fun of musicians oh, for, but yeah. they're true. I they're think so they're true. true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a little bit of you in everything you write, whether absolutely. it's good or bad. Well, or depressing. and that's and that's the thing about yeah. I feel like a lot of the songs that I write um, are true. Like I try to make them true because I don't know how to write something that's not true. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of them, I have to add in. Yeah, a little embellishment, you know, like to yeah. make it to round it out and make it pretty sure. and, and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've had I've only had one experience like this where where somebody heard my song and they're like, oh, "Is that about me?" And they got like <laughs> all upset about it. I'm like, "Okay, no, yeah. it's not about yeah, you. It's right. not about you. Yeah. It's like totally." Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing. You write songs and people. Uh, they wonder who it's about and sometimes it's not about anybody Seriously. it's just it's just what you felt in the moment yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and w- some people need those cathartic experiences to get things out but other people can write music and just it's just part of 
who they are, totally. what they're what they're feeling or what they see even in yeah. other people or you know. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like writing a song sometimes for me is a good way to like process things. Yeah, you know, to see things from an outside view and to like understand what's going on or yeah. kind of like to put a I don't know to put it in a bottle and say this is sure. This is what I feel. Yeah. Or this is what's going on. Oh, we had Jerry Mitchell on the podcast, and he writes. Uh, I like to 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 think he writes little short stories and puts them mm. to music. You know, sure. they're in, and, you know they rhyme and, and they're in, uh, set to to melody. But obviously, those aren't his experiences that have actually happened to him. But there's something to him that sure. he wrote that. And I, you know, Chris Whitevell, who he, mm-hmm. who was in uh, he he was in the singer songwriter competition right? too. Yeah. He writes a lot of historical type songs where he'll take a, a, an event from history. And write a song about it and it's just amazing right because yeah. i can't do that i i've tried before and there's a few times i've written songs about people but it's it, he's a master of doing something like that yeah you know so it's, it, yeah it's definitely interesting those kind of songs i haven't been able to do that either like take, yeah. a, take a historical event and, make, and, it and make it a song so how do you craft songs is it do you sit down and i'm gonna write a song today and you get out a notepad and your guitar i wish i could do that yeah i wish i could do that most of the time it's just like like I have, the, I have this song in my head right now that is not written yet, but it's like I, I it's like, it's rolling around yeah. my brain. I like, like, but I there. don't really know how to like, I don't know how to get it out of there yet. Yeah. But it's like I was having a conversation with my boyfriend yesterday about walking through graveyards and how it's almost peaceful, you know, and how it's interesting to look at the names and the dates on things and think, okay, this person is remembered. You know, they've got flowers or they've got, you know, it's taken well care of. Or this graveyard over here, everybody's forgotten about these people. It's overgrown. All yeah. the gravestones are falling over. You know, so I was just like, mm, like graveyard walking. That's such an interesting, like, <laughs> what kind of a metaphor can I turn that into? You yeah. know, so it's like, it's just like, sometimes it's from conversations. Sometimes it's from, I don't know, uh, just, just random stuff. Uh, and then I'll, usually I try to get my note get my notebook out and write without stopping mm-hmm. don't think too much about it just just write don't worry about spelling mistakes or like right. or anything just write 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 and get all my ideas down and then go back and like pick things out of that or yeah. use those same ideas and try to to make them in yeah. to make them into something sure do you go through a season where you'll write five or 10 songs in a, in a month or a couple months and then go a long stretch without writing anything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I have to have all of my needs met to be creative. Yeah. You know, like I have to be comfortable in my environments and like my life. Well, I, I don't know. I just have, I feel like I have to be in a certain, uh, yeah, a certain season of life yeah. to have these songs come to me. And sometimes, yeah, there's definitely like, there was a, a, a two period year of my life Two two year, two year period. period yeah. One of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two year period where I did not do music at all. Hmm. I didn't even pick up my Nothing. guitar. Nothing. Huh. Two years. Yeah. And so then after that, it was like, I, I was like in a bad relationship, whatever. And then like once I got out of it, it was like a crazy tidal wave of just like Ideas all these. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to get this uh-huh. all onto paper. I have to get my guitar out. I have to, I have to sing. And so, yeah. And so it's, uh, I don't know. It was a, it was a cool time in my life when I was just like, I didn't have a job. <laughs> I was like, I was just. It was the middle of winter. I was just living in my house, playing guitar, yeah. and writing yeah. all day long. And yeah. so I got a, a large majority of the songs like on my 
on my album that's coming out soon. Yeah. I got I got a large majority of those songs written in like the that season of your th- life in yeah. that season of my life. Yeah, yeah, and that's that, it's crazy because uh, I I'll do the same thing where I'll go I'll go months without writing a song and then all of a sudden I'll write three or four. Yeah. So and, and people are different. I have a buddy Sean Wallace who shoot he writes he probably writes a song a day oh. or something. He's just he's one of those. ADHD with creativity, I, I call it. You <laughs> That's know, so just, awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome to be in touch with that creativity. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of us, when we're little kids, we're so full of creativity. Yeah. We just want to create and, yeah. and do our own things all the time. And then as we grow up, it's like we have to stifle that creativity Isn't that horrible? To fit it just, into a mold. Exactly. Oh. And I think that's the biggest downfall. And obviously, I'm be, being biased as a, someone who's creative. But right. I find that's the biggest downfall of society. For sure. It's a lack of creativity. People, yeah, yeah, aren't given the space to be creative. You know, playing guitar is good and all, but you got to get a job and you got, and those things are important. You can't just be a slouch and live on people's couches and deliver pizza or whatever. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes people are meant to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are meant to do that and write songs. Yeah. So, yeah. But you're right. Our society kind of squashes that down and kind of puts that in there. It it sounds like you grew up in a household that kind of fostered that creates creative side of absolutely my parents are awesome they're so awesome are they musical at all so neither of them play an instrument Uh but my dad loves to sing okay he sings all the time he cannot remember a word to save his life yeah so he just makes up his own he just makes his own and he just sings around the house he'll just be doing stuff and just be singing you know and he always he always made up songs for me when i was little and and uh yeah, they're they're extremely supportive. Yeah, you know, that's they're, good. I'm so blessed and lucky yeah. that way to have parents that honestly care about what I'm doing. You know, I I so I ordered I ordered my CDs a little while ago and they came in. I sent them to my parents' house and so I haven't even seen my CDs. Yeah, yet. my mom and dad have listened <laughs> listened to my CD like <laughs> I don't know how many times. Yeah, so many times and they show it to all their friends and, and whatever. But they're so supportive. That's and good. S- they. My mom was a second grade teacher. Okay. So she understands sure. the little kids and the importance of creativity yeah. and being yourself. Right. So she really fostered that in me for yeah. sure. And my brother. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. Like, I love my parents, but I, back in the day, I'd play in a lot of <laughs> like metal bands or, or okay. rock bands. And, yeah. Oh, mom, you got to check this out. And she'd put it in. And she go, oh, that's that's really sweet, dear. It sounds really good. <laughs> you, you could tell it's just not her cup of tea. Right. But they always just supported me, which was sure. kind of nice. Yeah. So, um, and it, I think that's important too to to pass down. I mean, I try to pass that down to my kids, and if if or when you have kids, I'm sure that sure that passes down too. Yeah. So, and that's just so. and, and nothing because if my kids didn't want to do music, if they wanted to do athletics or. Sure. Or whatever. Whatever they're passionate about, right? Yeah. Whatever. Everybody, the, gets you need something worth living for, and I don't think that's a nine to five for most people. Oh no. It's just if you do that, you have. I think you have a miserable life. If most people I don't like so their too. jobs anyway. So. Right. Yeah, and that's like that's crazy to me that people that people do that. Like you have you have this one life. You know, you have this one life. Why would you want to wake up and? be upset about going to work yeah. and have to work until five. And then you come home and you're just like, yeah, you watch, tired, watch sick, TV and yeah. And yeah. go to bed and rinse, do it all again repeat, the next day. Yeah. 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 And so like for a long time, I was against that yeah. totally against that. And I still am. I still am. I was very against like getting like an adult job. Sure. So I work at a greenhouse now oh, yeah. okay. in Spearfish, which is not really an adult job. Like I go there and water plants and, walk around greenhouses all day and I love it I love it I love it it's so fun I bring my dog and it's great it's great but um yeah I I cannot 
imagine myself in a nine to five job. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. And it's, I mean, I, it's my dream for life. My biggest dream for life. Music is definitely like, uh, it will be part of my future. But like my biggest dream for life is to have a huge greenhouse, have a bunch of chickens and goats and bees and grow my own produce hmm. and make and have a milk cow and and just be like a little hippie ranch wife and like raise my babies <laughs> yeah. out in the middle of nowhere yeah. and and you know sing them to sleep or whatever yeah. but that's my ah that's my biggest dream that's what i want to do huh. and that's i mean that's not nine to five no at all that's yeah. <laughs> every right. day yeah. all day yeah all day but that's the kind of lifestyle i want to live yeah. for sure so where do you draw your inspiration from from other artists what, what music do you listen to so I listen to Mac Miller. Okay. <laughs> I, I love right. Mac Miller. Um, I listen to old stuff. I listen to new stuff. I try to immerse myself in lots of different genres because I draw inspiration from everything I hear, yeah. everything I listen to. You know, every every show that I go to watch or every every song that I hear, I'm I'm listening to it and consciously or subconsciously, I'm picking up things from I'm picking up yeah. ideas or like I, I love listening to uh, Mac Miller for example okay. like I love listening to like how his brain puts words together yeah. how his brain interprets life sure you know so I don't know if I can say that there's one or two influences that are like big in my music I just I I crave authenticity and originality in music you okay. know like a lot of country music these days, I sometimes I don't even like calling myself country music because it's like I've heard this song a million times, you know, in, in different songs, but they're all the same. They're sure. all the same. Yeah. There's like no real. There's nothing real yeah. in it, you know. And so I really, yeah, and my inspiration comes from those real songs, those songs that are like, this dude felt this. Yeah. This dude has been there. He yeah. knows well, there's singer song. Like, I think, yeah, I think you're right because the same could be said for most any genre. But, right. Uh, I think, uh, I, I think you hit on it. Right. I think there's singer songwriters in every genre. Mm. You know, and there's there's country music artists out there who write good songs, and there's country music artists out there who have 15 people write songs for them, and they're right. kind of cookie cutter and things sure. like that. Yeah. I think you're kind of the latter. I think you are a very good craft of wordsman, Thank uh, you. crafting your words together and putting them to music. So, and, and it, it's. It's obvious that uh, people connect with that. You have a lot of shows and, and things like that. So, but yeah, I, th I think uh, there's a big difference between an artist and a singer songwriter. I think it, it, mm. you tread the line very uh, closely when you compare the two because I think there's people that can regurgitate music very well. They sure. can sing or they can play an instrument very well. When it comes to creating something original, mm. I mean, they just maybe don't have that. That's a whole other world, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that's a lot of times what I ask musicians. When I meet a musician, somebody who can sing or somebody who, you know, plays shows or whatever, what do you write? Yeah. yeah. Show me something that you've sure. written. Yeah. I want to know what comes from you yeah. and not from somebody else. Sure, sure. Do you, do you uh, do a lot of shows with other people, or do you, you usually do uh, stuff by yourself? Most of the time, it's just me. Just you. It's yeah. just me. I And that's, I love playing with other people. Uh -huh. When I was going to college, I was going to uh, bluegrass jams yeah. every week. Yeah. You know, just to jam with old dudes playing mandolin. Yeah, sure. right. I love it. I love playing yeah. with other people and that energy that comes with mm -hmm. it, you know? And so all my shows I do, you know... On my own, I played with Red Butte, yeah, and yeah. that that's fun. I yeah. love playing with those guys because yeah. they've got that that energy. Yeah, you know, it's right. fun. It's fun. But uh, yeah, I'd love to play 
with a band or with some other with some other people. But you ever played in a band before? Is no. It, you, you, oh, really? So I've not you, ever played in a band. You've been the band. ones, the, I've been the lone solo. wolf for a long time, huh? Lone wolf. Yeah. yeah, and that works well for me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like being lone wolf. Well, but I it's think also... that's harder. I, I, I honestly, I do. I, and <laughs> yeah. this is coming from a guy who plays in bands. Okay. And so I think it's harder to do the lone wolf thing. I really do. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely because it's all you. You know, yeah. you can't depend on anybody else to like yeah. pick up your slack and, yeah, and cover right, for you. It's like right. if you mess up, it's like, ah, yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is on you. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get uh, rehearsal times nailed down. <laughs> that's about the only thing that's True. easier. But True. yeah. Yeah. And, and I see the benefit of both. Like I said, I'm not the best vocalist, but I love I love writing and stuff. And yeah. I love bringing that to the table and having other musicians do it. And so I really appreciate those people that can do both that can. And I think you're one of those people where you write a good song and then you can execute it how you want to execute it. Yeah, and that's something that I've wanted to play with is like when I write my songs, I play my songs, it's only my mind. In yeah. them. You know, it's only my creativity in it. But I, how I like the idea of layering other people's creativity on top of it. Sure. You know, and so it becomes more of a like a... A collective. A collective, yeah. like a group mm-hmm. project. Like this is a, this is a group of people in their minds yeah. and how they're like intertwined yeah. together to create this one piece of work yeah i think that's so well when you settle down in your hippie commune you can maybe <laughs> yeah. get some some other uh, musicians <laughs> there with you if you need a bass player you can give me a call <laughs> but no i think it, i think that's good i think i think uh um whether you do the lone wolf thing or whether you're in a band uh, as long as you're you're doing something i think it's important yeah and just yeah. just getting that stuff out there is is important. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something that I have a lot of fun with. Is like yeah. when I get to my show and I'm like, this song has never yeah. been played for anybody else, and yeah. I'm terrified to sing it in front yeah. of you guys, but I have to, I have to play it in front of people. Well, you and know, you play I, you play everywhere, which it it I mean, you'll be playing in Casper, and then like we talked about, you're playing all over yeah. the state of Wyoming and, yeah. and Montana, right? Yeah, like up I'm here, and so it's it's yeah, that's really. That's really something. Yeah, you're it's an adventure. The, the hardest working girl in show business here. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny. I ha- I'm playing at Gruner Brothers tonight. Uh huh. Right. And then tomorrow morning at ten o'clock, I'm playing at Deadwood Mountain Grand yeah, for I the saw Mother's that. Day thing. Yeah. So it's like I'm gonna get home at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and gotta get ready. I sleep for a couple hours, get yeah. ready to play the show. It's crazy. I yeah. don't know why I do it. I don't know why I do it. Well, when you get to my age, you may not do it as much. Oh. <laughs> I know it. I, well, I've been doing it pretty solid for like a year now. Yeah, and oh, so, you've been you've been going. I mean, you're in, you're up here. You're down here in Casper quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so in in March and April, I kind of tried to like take a break. Like yeah, okay. I got sick of traveling yeah, around everywhere. Right. You know, I was like, I need a weekend where I can just like yeah. sit on my couch, yeah, right. not touch my guitar, yeah, and watch do some nothing. Gilmore Girls and, <laughs> and just veg out. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's Vikings instead of Gilmore oh, Girls. Oh, okay. But, I mean. <laughs> so let's talk about some shows you got coming up you uh yeah. you're playing to the mountain grand that this podcast won't air in time for that but that's okay. a really cool venue i i love yeah. that venue I've, I've never played there oh but really? i went to yeah. the uh the songwriters festival that they have there. Oh, okay yeah um uh wild west songwriters festival okay. I think is and it was at the mountain there. grand yeah it's at yeah. the mountain grand and at, at different venues there in deadwood and and uh yeah so i've i've uh been in deadwood mountain grand and i've seen it yeah but never played there. that's a really cool venue i i saw I went to a show, a Primus show there in October, and it was, okay. it was just a, it's just a great venue. It's nice and open. There's no Sweet. bad place to sit in there. Oh, and awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I'm excited about that. And so May 25th, you got an album coming out, right? Yes, Let's talk sir. about that just a smidge. Okay, sure. Yeah, so um, this album, I recorded <clears throat> I recorded it live at this 
cool little theater in Red Lodge, Montana. Uh-huh. It's called the Roman Theater. The Roman, okay. The Roman. And it's just like this, you walk into it and you feel like you're back in like the 1930s. Uh-huh. You know, like okay. everything is old. Everything yeah. is super old. And so I just, um, I got up on the stage and Mike Tutai was the guy that recorded it for me. So he had all the stuff set up there. And so I just sat on my little stool and played my guitar and yeah. he recorded it. And it was like all one take kind of yeah. kind of deal. And so it's just me. I don't have anybody else on the record. It's just, it's just me, which I wanted to do that for my first one, just because it's kind of a mile marker. Like this is my yeah. first year of music. Well, and it's captured, it's captured <clears throat> what you're doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. And when people come to my shows and they want to buy my CD, That's they want to buy what they hear Absolutely. tonight, you yeah. know, and not, and not, you know, a bunch of stuff yeah. layered on top of it. Yeah. My next album, I definitely want to do you like full do production. Yeah. yeah. I want to get some people on it and make yeah. it fun and, and full. And, but yeah, this one is just me. How I'm many songs is, proud of it. are on that? Nine. Nine songs. There okay. are nine songs. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All and originals. And... Any of the songs you played for us today? Are those any of those? Um, yeah. Gully Washer is the is first on song there. on the album. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you got one, uh, one of the songs that, so thank you for playing those for us yeah. too. So th- that, that was real fun, but, cool. um, so that comes out May 25th, right? May 25th. Where's the, you, are you having a release yes. show for that? Release party is at the 10 sleep brewing company, which okay. is kind of where I got my start. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where I started playing in front of people yeah. and where I did my first couple shows, um, where I, I played with say my too, brother before. I got to say to 10 sleep brewery because they, the speed goat. Oh is, my god! I could freebase that stuff. That's Killer, stuff is so right? good. But yeah. yeah, I'm a fan. That's of... a cool brewery. I've been in. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. So. It is fun. Yeah, I'm a I'm a half speed goat, half lemonade kind oh, of. Oh okay, all oh, right. Yeah. I've never tried that. That's oh, pretty good. It's the best. I have to try that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll be fun. And that's um, on the 25th. It's on the 25th. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. My parents are deciding to uh, buy a beer for anybody who buys one of my CDs. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so that's a cool deal. But. That is cool. Um, and then you're going to be back down here in Casper, uh, David Street here soon, right? Yeah. The 15th of, uh, is that June or July? June. Yeah, okay. June. Yeah, the 15th of June. Um, and you're, you're opening for somebody on that one? Yeah, opening, I don't remember who it is. Yeah, I probably right. should remember. But, but yeah, it's at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. so it'll be... And hot and and that'll be your first time playing at David Street. Yes, right? it's such a cool place I've to play. To play there yeah, you'll so you'll love it. That's a really fun place to play. And you'll be in Cody at the Irma on the twenty eighth of June. Yes, correct. Okay. Yep. And that's a I've never never been there. Is it? A, it's a smaller place or so. The, it's just like a historical hotel. Oh, okay. It's like Buffalo Bill Cody's hotel. Oh, okay. Right? right. So so yeah, I I usually play inside of the little Silver Spur Saloon or whatever. Okay. And it's, it's kind of an interesting little mix of people yeah. in there, but yeah. so I'll be playing outside on the porch. So well, it's tourist season too, though. I mean, oh Cody's, yes, that, that town just gets inundated with people during yes, the summer. Yes, it so does. That'd be that'll be a pretty good show. I think it'll be cool. So yeah. and then you're in Red Lodge, Montana, twentieth uh, yes. through the twenty second for a showcase. For yeah, songwriter showcase. Yeah, okay. songwriters festival and. Uh, that should be really fun. Yeah, There's that should be, be some fun. cool talent yeah, there, yeah. for sure. Is that regional? And who, 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 who? It's all over. They, they're bringing in Nashville oh, songwriters people and from everywhere. people from all over the United yeah. States, too. Yeah. So yeah. is it concerts or they have workshops or? Well, they have, I don't know if they're going to, I think they have some workshops. Yeah, but mostly rounds, mostly oh, just okay. songwriter rounds cool. with three or four people in there. And, yeah. And uh, that sounds, yeah, that sounds, sounds like fun. It'll be cool. And that's June 20, uh, 20th through the 22nd. Yes, sir. And that's open to the public. They can come see. Um, yeah, I think I don't, I, you might have to buy tickets for it. I'm not yeah. sure, but. But um, yeah, 
Definitely open. And then you're in another showcase, original music showcase in uh, Gardner, Montana. Yeah, yeah. And that one uh, was put together by Daniel Cosell. And he's he's been hugely instrumental in my music and in in my career and everything. And so he's, I'm so excited to play that one. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be, yeah, a lot of people there and. Are you going to do the yeah. Wyoming singer-songwriter thing? I don't know. Are they going to so, do that again? I wonder they if they are. are. I talked to John about it, and, okay. and he's like, well, you live in South Dakota now. I don't uh, know if you can do it. I was like, oh, John, come I'm, on now. He said, should, but you can be a judge. Absolutely. So, I think you would be a great judge. So maybe I could be a judge. Yeah. We're going to have John on the podcast, too, here coming oh, good. up so he can promote that. Because that guy put in a lot of work. And to a be honest with you, the networking work. just between the musicians has been great. Oh, so, man. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, we don't have to people that were there I didn't even know existed in Wyoming so you get kind of stuck in your little community and you don't branch (laughs) out yeah we're lucky here in Casper we have a pretty vibrant music scene really and truly yeah Yeah. oh yeah Casper has great music yeah and then no Woodstock which is Jalon Crossland's thing that's intense sleep in August right 9th 10th now I've been to that a a couple times that's such a fun it's such a weird mix it's like 10 sleep is like a cowboy town yeah but no Wood, no Woodstock is like all the hippies crawl out yeah. of their weird little holes and yeah. and come and dance. Oh, it's a blast. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm opening No Woodstock and then I'll be oh, playing all three days. So. Yeah. 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 John puts a lot of work into that. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's June or excuse me, August 9th, 10th and 11th. Yep. So where do people go if they want to see where you're playing uh, around the region? Yeah. So I try to keep most of my stuff on my uh, Lacey Nelson Music Facebook page. Okay. But all of my stuff, for sure, is on my website. On your website. Which is LaceyNelsonMusic.com. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's uh, got I, all my stuff. I noticed you have a Reverb uh, Nation um, yes. links, too. So yes, you can and hear some SoundCloud. Stuff I think I have oh, all my stuff on SoundCloud, too. Okay. Yep. And there's probably links to all that on your website? Yes, and when my album comes out on the 25th, it'll be on Spotify and iTunes oh, and, perfect. and whatever else. So where do people go when they want to book Lacey Nelson? Um, so my website has my email and phone number and everything on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, email is usually the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah, um, yeah. Nelson Music at gmail dot com, and that's yeah, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me yeah. usually. And and you're the lone wolf, so it's easy to get lone you wolf. to yep. get you without any scheduling conflicts. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then are you gonna have the album for sale there on the website too? Then, um, yeah, you, you can buy it. You can buy it right now on the website. Oh, you can pre pre. Oh, it's it's up for sale now. Yeah, oh, on okay. the website. On the website. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah, but okay. um, yeah. So then I'll have I'll have my CDs. I don't know if you can buy. It. I probably won't sell the actual CDs on the website, but at my shows I'll have. CDs. I'll have my CDs yeah. available. Yeah. And you said they'll be on iTunes and Spotify yep. and all that. Yep. Yeah. I highly recommend it if you haven't, if you listen, if you listen to the couple songs that she played for us here, you check that out because I haven't heard a bad song from Lacey yet. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, the first time I, I saw you was at the uh, singer songwriter competition and uh, you played, uh, uh, you played on the patio there at, uh, I can't remember the name of the venue. Oh, uh, was uh, it the Alibi? The Alibi. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you could have heard a pin drop when you started playing because it's just it was just amazing. You got a, a voice that just pierces through the through the mix and Thank your you. guitar playing's you know exquisite. So yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. I knew I was out of my league when I watched the first round of that stuff. But uh, thanks. But no, I, I appreciate you coming and, and talking on the podcast. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. You'll come back and talk with us again sometime? Absolutely, I'd love sure. to. Sure. When you have something big to promote, we'll have you back. And we'll, cool. We'll talk a little bit and uh, Sounds good. have you play some more stuff. So um, so we've been talking with Lacey Nelson. And uh, check out uh, LaceyNelsonMusic.com and Lacey Nelson Music on Facebook. And, and honestly, check her out. She's got some great stuff. Thanks, Lacey. Yeah, thank you. 
You 